Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is April the 7th, 2020. I got about uh, five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, first and foremost, coronavirus rant. Um, they're saying this is going to be the worst week ever for the coronavirus. I just don't see how they're able to predict, you know, if it's going to be the worst week ever. Um, so I sparingly watch the news. I, I um, or I, I would say I just watch it less than what I used to, but just because. I think they're selling fear. I think they're promoting fear. And you just never hear about the, the how many people have recovered from this. You only hear about the deaths. You know, I, you know, if you're going to sell the bad news, sell the good news also. I mean, it's just like you're selling fear. It's like I seen one statistic where like 110,000 people have recovered from the coronavirus. So, you know, I guess fear is equals ratings in the, in the news business, but you can also create pandemonium when you do that. Um, Walmart is only allowing a certain amount of individuals in the store uh, during the day. So is Home Depot. So um, I don't subscribe to that. I think that you should, make, I mean, if anything, make everybody wear a mask or something. But, you know, it's too hot outside to be waiting in line just to go into Walmart. That's crazy. Um, so I just I just found some alternate places to go grocery shopping. Um, so. Um, I don't know anyone who who has it um like i said my job friday and saturday put me in proximity close proximity to it um i went and got my coronavirus test done today came back negative so i'm in good shape i'm still doing my necessary things to you know if i do somehow contract it um i can fight it off um and there is things that you can do to fight off the virus without going to the hospital. But you have to be committed to doing it every day. It's just not a one time deal and you're fine. You know, it's you know, it's it's a grind. But, hey, I want to live. So I'm going to do it. Um, so. You know. Read up on how to, uh, you know, beat. You know, respiratory illnesses, SARS, MERS, um, read up on that stuff. Four years ago, I had got all the symptoms of this particular strand of flu I had in 2016, around this time. Well, about a month ago. So February 2016, I had got real sick and never went to the hospital. I started doing, you know, various things 
not anything crazy just home remedy economical things and i came out of it nothing nothing uh exotic nothing erratic um just anything you can go to cvs or walmart and get these items but i'm not gonna say what it is because i don't want to be held liable for anything i don't want somebody saying well i listen to a podcast and this guy is you know trying to tell people to do whatever no you have to get on the internet and do your research that's what you have to do so that's my coronavirus rant for today and let's get into florida state first uh segment is entitled is ira henry fsu's best offensive lineman uh he can be i don't think he is i think dante lucas is our best offensive lineman but he's not a good pass blocker um the limited stuff that i seen on ira henry he's pretty good man and i just felt like he should have been starting him and uh darius washington should have been starting with uh dante lucas um i thought those three guys were better than you know virtually anybody that we had on the roster at, at any offensive line spot um I like Baselli at center. I think he needs to get stronger. He's a finesse offensive lineman. He needs to really get in the weight room and get after it. Um, but he's very smart. Uh, but I think Ira Henry could be the best offensive lineman on this roster maybe in two years. But right now he's not. He might be the most athletic. Um, I've seen some of his stuff when they were doing their spring conditioning or winter conditioning or whatever it was in January. Uh, he he looked very athletic to me. Um, so he might be the most athletic. Uh, big guy, 6'5", 300 plus pounds. So he, he's definitely, you know, he's got the size and he's got the athleticism. Can he put it all together? Can, can the cerebral match the physical talents? And um, you might have something. Um, you might have something. So, um, and needless to say, if the season is played this year, this is at, this is really going to be the backbone or not the backbone, the Achilles heel to which, um, this team, you know, if, if we don't have good offensive line play, we're not going to have a good season. That's that's what I'm predicting. So um, let me know what you think about that segment. Is Ira Henry, FSU's, or Florida State's best offensive lineman? Next segment is entitled, Dabo Sweeney thinks the season will start on time. Uh, and he might be right. Um, you know, from all indications, they're saying that that heat pretty much kills off this virus and it might come back in the fall. So they might want to start the season earlier just to get in as many games as possible. Uh, something I would definitely, you know, if I'm the NCAA, I would definitely look into that. Um, but, um, you know, I can appreciate Dabo Sweeney being positive, but nobody really knows, you know, if if sports are ever going to be played again in this country. I mean, they did have WrestleMania last 
this past weekend. So I guess anything is possible. Um, so we'll we'll have to see what happens, man. Um, just because Dabo Sweeney says it doesn't mean it's gonna automatically happen. So. Um, we'll have to see what happens uh, during this summer. You know it's gonna be crazy hot in the southeast, so we'll just have to see what happens. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Dabo Sweeney thinks the season will start on time. Uh, next segment segment is entitled "Greg Reed Lost Potential." Um, uh, now this guy, you know. Top overall prospect in Georgia in 2009. Uh, Parade All-American, Super Prep All-American, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, named him Georgia Player of the Year. I mean, five-star, just crazy talent, um, heavily recruited by pretty much everybody when he came out. Um, And he basically got Dismissed from the Florida State football team in 2012. Um, uh, Then he transferred to Valdosta State. Um, And I, I just lost potential, man. This guy was, like, crazy talented. You know, he, he had, and this is my opinion now, in terms of talent, in terms of talent now, he he's up there with, with Ramsey, Dion, and Buckley. You know, he, he just got dismissed from the team. Um, Chick, Chick, uh, Chick-fil-A Bowl MVP. Uh, when they played South Carolina, um, he led the nation in punt return yardage in 2009. Um, he's had a pretty good career in the Arena League. He's had a pretty good career in the Canadian Football League. So, And he's only 29 years old. So, um, you know, he could be a great punt returner for somebody in the NFL. But the the NFL has really, they're trying to basically, you know, legislate punts, punt returns, and kick returns out the game. But he's still a great athlete. Um, did he reach his full potential at Florida State? I say no. I thought, you know, if he would have stayed, if he hadn't have got dismissed, he could have been one of the all-time greats. Cause I mean, you turn on the you turn on the Florida State tape, man. He just jumps off the screen. You know, back then you would watch the games. And he was like, "Who is this number five, man? This guy is crazy talented." But you know, whatever he did, it got kicked, got him kicked off the team. So, uh, let me know what you think about that segment, man. Greg Reed. Uh, lost, lost potential. Uh, moving on to my next segment and final segment for this episode. Uh, breaking down Florida State's football schedule. I'll just go. 
first I'll just go through the schedule and just say if we can win or lose that game or maybe if it's a toss-up game. All right. First game, September 5th, West Virginia. Uh, I don't know what kind of offense West Virginia is going to run this year, so I'll say a toss-up game. Uh, Stanford, so excuse me, Samford should definitely be a win. Uh, Boise State, toss-up game, we don't know. Uh, Boise, we had them beat last year, and they came back and beat us. This game is at Florida, at Boise State, so we'll see what happens on that. Uh, NC State, we should win that game. Clemson, loss. Uh, we had the game. Next game is Wake Forest. We had them beat last year. We lost, but I, I think we can beat Wake Forest. Uh, we beat Louisville last year. I think we can beat Louisville. Uh, I think we can beat Pittsburgh, um, Miami, uh, toss-up game. It can go either way. Boston College, we beat them last year. Syracuse, we – did we beat Syracuse? That game was at Florida State last season. And – we won. I want to say we won. So I think we can beat Syracuse this year. And the final game, Florida Gators, we're going to lose. So that's Clemson and Florida losses. Um, so every, and West Virginia and Miami are toss-up games. So that that's eight wins. I just want to be competitive in every game, man. You know, I like I've said in previous episodes, that has to be, especially now since you're just losing time with your team. You're losing weight room time. You're losing film room time. Uh, you can do all the face timing and video conferencing all you want, but there's nothing like being at the facility, doing practice, and doing just being with your players and building that rapport with them. So, like I said, year one goals for Mike Norvell, man, has to be just to be competitive in every game and not get blown out. That, to me, is a win in year one. Um, so, that's your schedule breakdown for 2020 if the season is played. That's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as it relates to the coronavirus, as they say, spread facts, not fear. Be kind, be courteous. Um, adhere to whatever your state is telling you to do. Stay at home, whatever. Um, be thankful during these times because some people really have it hard. Some people can't you know don't have jobs can't buy food can't pay rent can't pay anything and i'm one of the lucky ones that you know has been able to do those things so i'm extremely thankful extremely thankful i i hate my job i hate my job but now more than ever i'm thankful for my job and um as always go nose <laughs>